Welcome to PVE. I'm Benjamin, aka Hexno. I'm Tyler, aka Derminator. And I'm Andrew, aka Forkly Man. And, uh, right, yeah. I, I start it off here, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're going to be talking yeah. about the, the games we've been, <laughs> been playing for the past, you know, you know, recently, this month, the past week or so, or however long we've been playing it. So, uh, Ben, what have you been playing lately? Well, so I basically, uh, after having tried multiple entries in a series of games and never being able to uh, work my way through it at all or even find it slightly interesting, uh, I finally actually started playing the more recent uh, Hitman that is just Hitman, even though Hitman <laughs> came out a long time ago, but it was like Hitman something about 47. So this is yeah. like now Hitman without any subtitle on it. Yeah, like because every game every Hitman now. game beforehand has had like, you know, Silent Assassin or whatever on it. Um, mm. Silent but deadly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, I the like I mean I what I think it was the second Hitman game uh, was the first time I ever tried playing one, and I just just didn't get it at all. It was like okay, this just doesn't seem fun. I'm this guy who kind of just walks around and then shoots people sometimes. And I was like, this is weird. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> and then I tried uh, Absolution at some point a few years back and just got really annoyed because it seemed like I was either walking around and nobody noticed me or I would try to walk into some certain alley or through a door and suddenly I'm being attacked by everyone. However, being attacked by everyone meant nothing because apparently Agent 47 can take like 50 bullets to the face before he dies. Um, he's <laughs> Maybe it's just 47 of... bullets. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I think he's made of some sort of special something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, but the, the thing that I feel like they did differently with Hitman uh, is that it actually starts you off with like a in like these training simulations that at least the ones that I've tried before I didn't have at least not that I'm aware of. It's been a long time since I played Hitman two for like a half hour or something, so I don't really remember very well, but. It starts you off in like these training simulations where it actually kind of guides you through how to play a game where you're actually using stealth in a way that makes sense instead of, you know, oh, I put on my hood, now no one can see me. Um, so it it's, it's interesting to, to play it compared to, you know, just about every other stealth game where somehow crouching makes you more hidden um which is completely right. illogical because in hitman it's actually kind of like reality if you're like crouching and sneaking around you're gonna be way more noticeable to people because like why is this guy like crawling around on the ground this doesn't make any <laughs> sense what are you doing you weirdo 
rather than if you just kind of walk past in you know whatever outfit might uh you may have stolen off of someone to blend in it works a lot better and so it's i don't know it's it's interesting to play a stealth game where the stealth actually makes sense logically somewhat um and i've been having a lot of fun playing it uh like for example once i got through those uh initial tutorial bits and got into the first real mission where it's just kind of like all right now you have your two targets to kill go kill them (laughs) um i literally ended up hiding in the attic of a mansion with a screwdriver stabbing uh probably like 25 or some odd guards who were coming after me with guns. Um, <laughs> Very realistic. <laughs> because yeah. I forget what exactly I did, but somehow I, I, I got noticed after my first assassination before, but before I killed the final target. So then I just kind of uh, snuck around, hopefully mostly sneaking out, like running around, um, pieces of furniture and then stabbing guys in the back with a screwdriver uh, until I finally made my way to the final target and of course stabbed her with a screwdriver too because at that point I mean it was my screwdriver right it got me oh. through a whole bunch of other guys yeah that's so your screwdriver now it's that's one of the things that I feel like is fun about it is the way that it allows you to kind of adapt your gameplay so like you know, sneaking around, and, like, I got the first target with some sort of accidental kill or something. I forget exactly what it was. I dropped something on him, I think. Um, and, but then, like, when everything goes tits up, you just, you can just, like, fight your way through the enemies somewhat, you know? Like, if you just try and stand there and have a gunfight, it will eventually go wrong for you because there's always a lot of enemies but it's kind of fun that it allows you to do even in that it allows you to kind of switch to action game a little bit um the other thing is all the different weird ways you can kill enemies are fantastic (laughs) um like i said dropping something on a guy uh making someone get sick so they're vomiting vomiting off the side of a cliff and then kicking them off the cliff into their own vomit um or making someone sick so they go vomit in a toilet and then drowning them in the toilet like just you know lots of fun ways to murder that must have been fun sitting in a room thinking of all the possible ways you could kill somebody and then putting that in a video game oh yeah definitely (laughs) wonder what kind of research process that was. Yeah. I'm sure it was interesting. Right. Well, cool. So for for that game, I actually did play the... Uh, I think there was like a free first mission or something on the PlayStation Store. I played it. It, is it, the, it was the one where you're kind of like getting on like a, a boat and it's like in the, the training facility. Is that am yeah, I that's, the right thing? Yeah, that's one of the mm. training missions. Yeah. The, the interesting, interesting thing the interesting thing about those training missions too though is that um, like 
when you go through it and it kind of guides you through and then it sends you through and just lets you like after you do it that first time it has you redo it but you have no specific goals you're not like following the instructions you can just kind of look for different ways through the situation so like um i can't it's been a while since i actually played the original version of that instance um Mm -hmm. but whatever way it has you do it in the like in the first training thing afterwards you can go you can go and find like several different ways of taking out the target and use one of those instead of the initially recommended one yeah maybe i should have oh go ahead yeah well so so like all the missions are like that where like you'll go through it and you'll accomplish your goal one way but then you can go back through and do it completely different um so it's i don't know it's just it's kind of cool how how open the options are hmm yeah maybe i should have given it another shot because i i basically played through the first mission and then decided it was like meh if this is what the game's going to be like then whatever i'm not that interested in it yeah but if i had given it another shot and kind of given like they kind of took the guardrails off or the the bumpers if you're if you're somebody who likes bowling and let me kind of run around and do my own thing. Uh, mm-hmm. That might have been way more interesting because it felt kind of stiff, just yeah. like very, a bit more linear than what I expected. Yeah, and that was like the thing for me is that I had I've I've seen enough like kind of gameplay feature stuff of like oh look how this happened oh you know and that kind of stuff that it made me go okay there is reason to keep playing this and. For me, the main thing was actually the fact that it kind of, for me, it kind of helped to have that thing with the, with basically, like you said, with the bumpers on, just because in previous Hitman games, I went into them and just got annoyed with them very quickly because none none of it made sense. It didn't work like all the other stealth games do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I kind of put that game in a a different category of stealth games than like your splinter cell or your metal gear or anything like that. Cause those yeah. are very much, they're, they're kind of binary. Like you're either, you're either in stealth or you're either in a combat situation and it's not like blending in public. Like it seems right. like Hitman's flavor is it's like, you're, you're trying to be part of the environment versus like you either, you either seen and you have to do something about it or you're hiding in the shadows waiting for your moment to strike. There's nothing yeah. in between. Whereas Hitman I, is the in-between. I actually kind of feel like the closest thing that I've ever experienced in a game to what it feels like playing Hitman is actually the um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood multiplayer. Where yeah. everybody was mm. walking around trying to look like an NPC and kill each other. Yeah. And that was fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed playing it. I've done, I've actually like played through the whole initial campaign that was released over like a full year, Um, which I feel like that also does kind of a, a decent job of trying to, trying to kind of emulate 
spy movies with its story stuff, which is kind of fun. Um, Do you mean in like style or uh, like kind of the cinematic way of it or how do you mean yeah kind of like because it's all about you know the whatever the agency is the ica or whatever that you work for and uh and so it's kind of dealing with your you're going through and taking down these different you know all your assassinations are becoming more connected as you go through it and i don't know it's just kind of it's just kind of a cool way of doing it I feel like it's like everything's done where you do a mission and then there's a little cutscene and then you go to the next mission and then it, like each mission unlocks another little cutscene. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's also all the intel that you can find throughout the missions that will also kind of add more detail into it. So I don't know. It's just kind mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah. Um, I can't. I can't remember. Was there yeah. any like multiplayer aspect of it? Uh, I think there is. I'm not really sure. Because um, it would be super cool if it was if, like assassin versus assassin, and yeah, people kind of like the assassin, like the this, uh, Assassin's Creed thing. Right. It's it's if I remember right though, it's like this sort of weird quasi cooperative, but you're in, I, like. I'm not really sure because I've never messed with it, but mm-hmm. but I I think there is something where it's like you're you're both 47 trying to go through the thing, but then like if one of you does something, it can affect the other person somehow or something. I'm not really I I'm really not sure what it is, but I know there is some sort of multiplayer, and there is mm-hmm. at least. Um, for sure there's also the ability to make contracts so you can go into a level and make a contract that then you can tell your friend hey go play play this and try and do the assassination contract that i set up Mm -hmm. um so there is that Hmm. doing like a sort of asynchronous kind of thing that's cool um but yeah, I, I don't really have any experience with the multiplayer in it, so I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's <laughs> yeah, Hitman. It's what I've been playing. So yeah. What about what you? What would you? Well, I guess before I'm I'm curious to hear okay. from you. Is this something? Do you think I should jump back into? Like, or do you think it's kind of like if you didn't like it, you probably shouldn't? Um. Well, that's the thing is that I didn't. I didn't like even when I first played it and I just did that um just did that opening thing it was like oh okay now I see how to play this but I'm still not really interested in it um Mm -hmm. and so it wasn't until having seen some other gameplay of it that I was like you know I kind of want to actually give that a try like Mm -hmm. um so I'm not really sure (laughs) Okay, that actually <laughs> like, sounds like a good answer because it, it's basically saying you know go do some research and figure out if that actually looks fun and then maybe you can yeah. try it or not. Yeah, I think I think maybe so because because like for me, like I said, like I had tried previous Hitman games and not liked them. I'd even started this one and not really you know just not really been bothered. It was kind of like mm-hmm. okay, well that was a thing, and then I moved on. Yeah. Um, huh. But. 
but yeah, then going going back to it now, it I've I've actually really enjoyed it quite a bit. Very nice. So yeah. Very cool. Well, I guess to to answer your question from earlier, um, the what I've been playing was mostly getting into today, which was uh, Max Payne three for the PS three. And uh, that one is super interesting for a lot of different reasons. I mean, primarily for those who don't quite or maybe didn't play Max Payne when I was playing it at my age at pretty young. I think I was probably like 13, 14 when I played it on the Xbox my parents got me. I actually put that in first before I put in Halo because I was like, this is super weird. I want to see what this is. And it's basically the Matrix in video game form, but in a film noir kind of gritty cop story type thing. So what's the reason I say that and I want to start off with that is because Max Payne 3 is very much in the vein of that from a gameplay standpoint. And then they take they do some different things with it. But the it feels like 80 percent like it is a Max Payne game. And then the 20 percent is very different from what it's been before. And so they they don't do any of like the comic book style paneling where panel cut scenes where it's like hand drawn stuff and like they kind of work through uh, they work through the story through these things. It's a lot of more like animated cut scenes and stuff like that. And there's a little bit of stylization in it and the the visual elements are pretty cool because it's it's kind of hazy. This is like nine years after the events of Max Payne two and he's like even more. De- depressed and pissed off and like a total alcoholic drug addict and you know he's just kind of one thing after the next he's basically just kind of waiting to die after everything he's been through over the first two games right and so and uh i mean that stuff is pretty par for course and i can't remember the actor they got for playing max Payne, but it felt like just kind of right back into what's next in the story as far as that goes uh it felt him him and his performance and kind of the way they've treated Max Payne, it felt like definitely another Max Payne game and a logical evolution of what his character would be. The things that are different and kind of surprising about it are it feels like from an art style, and maybe even the game engine, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like they basically took GTA and made Max Payne in GTA. And hmm. like I think it was GTA 4 probably was about the time that came out. But... uh so in terms of a lot of the the way the characters look, the, even the the thing that tipped me off about it was it's, you know, in the older Max Payne games, you, like, clicked your D-pad to select your weapons, and he could hold, like, everything in that leather jacket of, like, from a rocket launcher to, like, 14 Berettas and just go nuts. And uh, this one, they've made some interesting decisions where it's kind of more minimalist. You can only carry, like, two handheld weapons at a time, so, like two pistols or one pistol and like a Uzi or a pistol and a desert Eagle or like your bread and a desert Eagle. And then also like a kind of a two handed main weapon. So a shotgun, a rifle, that kind of thing. And so that's one departure from the old formula, which is like, you know, I, I'm not just going to carry everything around. He literally just can only, he has like these two, his double holster where he puts the, the pistol size weapons. And then he, he literally holds the, rifle gun in his arm while he reloads those like they put a lot of attention to detail in it uh and then further they implemented a cover system which is really interesting i don't think i didn't really play max Payne 2 that much but 
it makes the feel of the game really different from just running around bullet timing everywhere to kind of more of like a it felt a little bit like the division in that you usually you had to hang on to cover pretty hard and work your way through an area just moving up little by little and then if you if you got in an area where you got flanked then you started doing the weird bullet time jumps and dives and stuff like that so all in all i think that that kind of stuff's really positive for it. the thing i kind of miss about the old style of the games i miss the the uh comic book style panel cutscenes because i thought the, that was really unique for the series though i could probably see why they wanted to do more animation stuff because there's a lot more you can do with it right uh, as far as the the gameplay goes it's it's pretty solid i think i mean of course it's the best one in the series in terms of like the flow the feel the guns feel good the uh it's pretty fun and satisfying to like mow down an entire room full of dudes when you're literally just flailing around like a wannabe neo in the matrix just flying around <laughs> shooting things but at the same time and you'll see other people kind of criticize the game for this it's super like they they really force an experience on you like they want you to do these very specific things to get through a particular area of the game so you know you were mentioning earlier about hitman you get a lot of choose your adventure kind of approaches where there are almost infinitely infinitely many ways you could go about your mission in max Payne, there's basically one or two every particular area you have to do things a certain way and if you fail to do it that way then you die and you have to start over and you know i understand the game being difficult but there were particular areas where there's like a, a part in the story where you're fighting in like a brazilian soccer soccer stadium and naturally there's not a lot of cover in something like that right because it's just like rails and seats and stuff so when the game kind of relies a lot on the cover system, it, when you don't have unlimited bullet time, it makes it really hard to not be super vulnerable to flanking. And like, especially there's a vertical element of people shooting from underneath you shooting from on top of you. It makes it really hard to do anything other than just hide behind this one little seat and try to snipe people with a Beretta from back there. And so there are some things that they could have done a little bit better in terms of making the, the experience more, more Hollywood-esque, more fun and more free and open versus just very specific, here's what you're supposed to do, now go do it and have fun while doing it. And so, yeah, overall, I've had, a, I'm, I mean, I'm, I want to keep going. I'm about five chapters in and I think there's 14. And, you know, it's pretty entertaining. It's pretty fun. Uh, the story is like, it's good, but it's also, it's not as like, uh, it's not as like emotional as the past ones were. Cause they were dealing with like his family and, uh, like loved ones and stuff like that. But this one's more like, he's, he's very clearly somebody with a death wish and you want to see kind of what, how, how much he's changed and how far he's willing to go with his new life. And so, hmm. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I, th I think it's interesting that you um, compared the feel of it to GTA because it is the only Max Payne game that was made by Rockstar instead of Remedy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and it really feels that way. It feels like um, they 
they took a lot of the Max Payne formula and, you know, the most important parts of it, they kept it in. But then, you know, they GTA, they GTA Ford it is really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and thankfully in ways that didn't break it. Um, one thing I'm interested in, and if you guys ever get PS3s and want to try this, they do have a multiplayer, which yeah. I have no idea what that's going to be like. I haven't done any research on it, but if it's basically us flying around at bullet time chasing each other, then we have to do it. <laughs> Somehow I feel like I'll be disappointed and that's not going to be the case, but I really want it to be. <laughs> I mean, it could be... I. I don't know what the game was, but supposedly there's a game where uh, the way that the way it had like the bullet time thing and the way that the uh, the way that that worked in multiplayer is, if you went into bullet time to against an opponent, you both went into bullet time, and then if anybody else happened to see you in bullet time, they go into bullet time too. <laughs> so it could be That's something like crazy. that, where it could just turn into a chain of bullet time people. <laughs> that seems so ridiculous because it's like literally one section of the map could be in bullet time and the other could be passing time normally. <laughs> right. And it's like <laughs> literal time bending. Yeah. In a in an area. That's funny. But yeah, I don't I don't know I don't I don't think it was Max Payne that did that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Because I mean I think I read a little bit that people liked the multiplayer, but nobody actually said anything about it as to what it was, so <laughs> That would be that would be the unique thing that I would say is like yeah they actually figured out how to make bullet time and multiplayer work, which yeah if that's what they did yeah if that's what yeah. they did but if it's I just like the usual combat just stuff it's turn it off it. yeah like most of and that's the time what I would expect like, them to no do bullet time right and then if if that's what they did and again I'll have to actually try it to know for sure then it really wouldn't make it that much more compelling than like playing Uncharted multiplayer. Which yeah. the newest version of it I like, but back then PS3 era days probably wouldn't have been as great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, any any questions before I throw it over to Andrew and ask what he's been playing? Um, uh, nothing really comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Guess what? Andrew, what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I've mainly been uh, playing the... So the I've got the Xbox Live Game Pass, and they recently added Crackdown 3 to that. Mm -hmm. So I have I just keep going back to that for some reason. Uh, <laughs> for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to explain why, honestly, because it's okay. It's it's I mean, really like, that was kind of what the first crackdown was like. Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah. why am I doing this? I'm just jumping around for agility orbs. Why do I keep doing this? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. All these and do it's... is make it so I can jump around for agility orbs. What? <laughs> why am I doing this? Yeah, but I feel like that's that's exactly what. The, the new one is is it's still just it's still that same formula and it's still for whatever reason just addictive plus terry cruz yes yes there is that Can though i've, I've been that? kind of as as much as i've played of it now i've been kind of disappointed in 
how little Terry Crews there really is in it. Like, you can run around and play as him, and he'll randomly say stuff when you do things. He'll, you know, <laughs> shout random nonsense, and it's great. <laughs> but it's very rare that he actually does that. And aside from the opening cutscene, there's not really anything of him just, like, standing there just saying all kinds of ridiculous stuff and, like, hmm being terry cruz <clears throat> after that opening cutscene, you kind of lose that and then all you've got is the the whatever the guy is the director whatever his role is of the agency talking okay, i feel like i have to the... say something about that because it actually made me really happy when that guy showed up yeah when i was playing yeah. it because i was playing and there's that chick it's talking at you and i was like what if this is weird this just doesn't feel like like something is off and i couldn't figure out what and then right. he showed up and started talking and i was like that's what was wrong the wrong person is <laughs> yeah. saying words in my ear yeah and i it definitely makes it so much better especially over the second game that he's back in mm. because he wasn't there in the second game yeah. at all <clears throat> and that was they made lots of mistakes with the second game, so we can just not talk about all of those. <laughs> um, Crackdown yeah, three like, is um, Crackdown two. It it's they just put the wrong yeah. number on it. There wasn't anything yeah. between. Yeah, I feel like it, it really is. Years. It's like they picked it up and said, "Okay, we're actually going to give you a, the proper sequel we should have given you before. We're going to fix all the stupid mistakes we made in the second game." and actually make a proper sequel <clears throat> and while it does basically nothing to really build on the game and add anything new <clears throat> it's it's still just you're just jumping around leaping up to the tops of buildings and then blowing things up from the tops of buildings <clears throat> getting <laughs> jumping off the top of the building and dropping all the way down to slam on top of some enemies and explode things and it's yeah it's just lots of fun chaos it's not a bad way to sell it yeah 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 nope. i mean it's uh. i i think my one my one complaint with it is the fact that for whatever reason all of the cutscenes are unskippable. Which, oh, aside from the first bad. one that actually has Terry Crews in it, the rest yeah. of them are just like weird. Like they're just like artwork of the characters and someone talking in voiceover. And for whatever reason, you can't skip them. And it's like wow. Even though you could you, be running around blowing things up while someone said whatever they're yeah, saying. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly yeah that's a deal breaker for me i can't do unskippable <laughs> yeah yeah that is the one problem with it but mm -hmm. uh yeah the know, only reason that would be okay is if it was actually something that was like super ridiculous and funny instead of just right right what it is yeah man i i probably would be more likely to give it a chance and you you guys may end up talking me into trying it whenever my internet solution is remedied. 
or situation is remedied. But uh, the one thing that I did do, I, I don't remember if I told you guys about this, but I think it was over the holidays, uh, Crackdown, the original one, was made available for backwards compatibility with the Xbox One. And okay. so I downloaded it, and it was like only like a, it was something cheap, like less than five bucks. And so I'm like, uh-huh. oh wow, okay, well ahead of the new one, I kind of want to remember what the first one was like because I really didn't play that much of it, just enough to mess around a little bit, kind of the same ways y'all did, but just a lesser degree. Turned it on, started playing it, and then you know the thing that turned me off about it was like the the very heavy locked on shooting there just wasn't as much like skill into it and so i didn't go that that deep into it Mm. but uh it's it is different than what i remember i remember being a lot more fun back when we were all playing it back for the original one is it i guess my my question there is is it more the same as the first one in terms of that kind of control style or has it has it changed to more of like classic third person shooter more more free aim yeah, no, I mean it's it's still the same, the mm-hmm. same controls yeah. of uh, the original Crackdown. The it's... weird, the weird thing to me about this one was the fact that when you start off, you lock on to your enemy's chest, and it you have to like level up to like the first combat level before you can actually aim at a limb or a head. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I I want to say that was the same with the first one that you had to level up your firearms yeah it probably was I, it's just been so but it's long like, that I yeah remember it's been it. so long and you you get that ability so quickly that then the rest of the entire yeah. game you're able to do it and you kind of forget that you didn't have it it's one of those things that i always want in any sort of game where there's lock-on stuff is that sort of aiming at specific parts thing and rarely do you get it because like one of the things that's really nice with it is when you aim at a car, you actually get a car silhouette with specific spots to aim at, including hmm. the gas cap. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. of course, immediately <laughs> blows up the car. Yeah, physics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is one of those things that I always want games to do because it's ridiculous, but... It's right. called games. It's a video game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to shoot the gas cap of a car and have it explode <laughs> instantly. Yeah. Which, I mean, Don't that, we all? That was something... Uh, what was it in? Was it in, like, the early... In, like, the early GTA games? Or... I'm trying to remember, I I know I've played some other games where if you specifically aim where the um, gas cap was, yeah, I think GTA it would blow up the car way fast. I don't, I'm not certain though. I, I want to say that was in like GTA Three or something. It may have been. I I kind of want to say maybe it was one of the Just Cause games. Is that true or not true? I don't think so in Just Cause because I'm pretty sure you just everything blows up so easily in Just Cause. It's yeah. Kind of, you really don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of feel what you're saying, Andrew. I can't think of a game where that was a thing. It just, it's going to drive me nuts trying to figure out what exactly <laughs> it was. I'm not even sure it was GTA 3. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. That is, uh, speaking of Just Cause, though, that is something that I noticed in Crackdown 
that they did. I don't remember if it was a thing in the first game, but you know how in Just Cause, basically, if you jump out of a car while it's moving, it's going to explode? <laughs> they did that yeah. in Crackdown 3 as well. Oh, right? If, if your car great. is moving and you get out of it, it's going to blow up. Like, it's pretty much, like, there's no... There's going to be an explosion. But unlike Physics. Just Cause 3, the you can actually see the explosion as opposed to a couple still frames of the explosion. Oh, yeah. They actually did that right? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in, in, in Just Cause, the way their engine is set up, you see all the frames. It's just in super slow motion. Yeah. yeah. Bullet time, right? Yeah. Right? It's, it's enforced <laughs> bullet time based on the fact that their engine can't actually perform well enough on a console that every other game can perform on. Right. Yeah. But enough raging about that. Cause I <laughs> loved the just cause games before and now I hate them, especially cause just cause four is just a disgusting, horrible money grab by them because they didn't fix any of the issues. In fact, all they did was break your, uh, grappling device. So <laughs> anyway, I didn't no, even know they did that. I completely ignored you, it. Now you hold down the grapple, you attach it to a helicopter you you aim over at a car, you attach it to the guard, guess what happens? They automatically just snap together. Hmm? You can't attach a helicopter to a car and then hop in the helicopter and fly away carrying the car because they will automatically explode as soon as you attach them to each other. Because yeah. it, it automatically it, retracts. Yeah. Yeah. Which there's, there is broke. a... They broke one of the best features of their game. There, There is a weapon in Crackdown 3 that gives you that ability anyways. Wait, so, the grappling stuff? Not not the full like grappling thing, but it's like, but like you the... shoot a thing with this blue glowing orb, and then you shoot another thing, and they attract to each other. Hmm. Oh, nice. So it, so it gives you that. And that's kind it's of just awesome. Great and ridiculous. But like in that See, game, for you Crackdown, can't... that's awesome because they've never yeah. done that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, and for Crackdown, like you, all you can do is drive cars. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't and jump really high. Yeah, and jump really high. You can't you can't pick up a car with a helicopter with that anyways because you can't fly a helicopter. So there are no helicopters in that world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, however, drive like giant tanks and stuff which is pretty fun yeah that does sound awesome which which the one the one thing i will say with that one that i i have yet to actually try it and see what it's like but there there are actually two different multiplayer modes so you can play co-op together Hmm. just in Hmm. the normal game and then there's also something they call the wrecking zone that (laughs) i assume is more like just free-for-all combat or something in crackdown i don't i mean either that or it's another battle royale yeah i don't know i have no idea what it's like but yeah i i would definitely Hmm. if you both want to pick that up we should try those things out because that's something that we haven't ever been able to do is play multiplayer crackdown yeah that is true. All right. Yeah, because I think the first the first game had it, but we never actually did it. And it was just like a it was like a co op thing, but it 
I don't think anybody ever actually did it. Yeah, yeah. That was, if it if it did, that was so long ago that yeah, no one really. Yeah, online was wasn't say, that big of a thing. No, not back yeah, then. Because that was like original Xbox, right? Yeah. Uh, it was three sixty. Three sixty. Okay. But I mean, if if we were gonna get together and have like local land party yeah. kind of style we were going to we be playing, playing gears. gears or something mm-hmm. <laughs> we, yeah. we weren't going to waste that time messing around with crackdown yeah right well especially because it also it also was uh it did co-op but it only did two players and only on set like only two players each each with their own box so hmm. it didn't do like right. split screen it didn't you know so Let's see, you know, you can get together with three or four friends and play horde mode on gears. You're right. not gonna you're not gonna mess with crackdown at that point. No. Yeah. But anyway. Play horde mode or two V two in gears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well those were the good old days. Yeah, because yeah. actually back then it, there, there was plenty of doing two V two in gears, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's what oh, uh I do have I do have a question about your experience with Crackdown. Oh. That you haven't really gone into at all. How about that vehicle that you get? The like summonable one? Oh yeah. That that thing is <laughs> it's interesting. Because <laughs> it, it becomes, like, three different vehicles, technically. Because you can change yeah, I guess it so. between them. I don't know. There's one that's fast, and there's one that climbs things, and then I don't know what the other one is. Yeah, and then there's one that's basically just your own tank, instead of stealing one from the Oh, the okay. Enemies. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got really frustrated with one of the races that forces you to drive it in the the one that climbs things. Oh, really? Because I kept like if I would mess up a turn or something, I'd somehow like end up on a wall. On a wall, uh huh. <laughs> Which was just really annoying. Yeah, because I didn't want to ever end up on a wall in that race. Uh huh. But it, of course, forces me to be in that version of the car for it. Right. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my experience with that thing was trying to climb a wall, and it would not stick to the wall no matter what I did. And then as soon as I gave up and tried to go the other way, suddenly I was on the wall. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, wait, why am I on the wall now? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that that one that one does not work so well. The... <laughs> the one that goes fast is good and the tank is good but yeah the the climbing thing just does not yeah actually i haven't been able to get it to actually work properly yeah <laughs> there's always spider-man yeah yeah spider-man climbs walls much better much better <laughs> Spider-Man versus Spider-Car, Spider-Man wins. Hmm. 
<laughs> Interesting. I'd be interested yeah. if the car does everything a spider can. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to, though. Yeah, yeah. I kind of doubt it. <laughs> well, there, there you have it. Those are the, the games we've been playing lately. So Indeed. You know, mash yeah. like buttons and subscribe buttons and all that jazz and so enthusiastic about it <laughs> yeah always kind of sounds like the ghost recon actors <laughs> mash that like button uh, and get some who uh